Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Row Z Show. We are finally back after about four months of not being in the studio. It's finally, it's finally been fixed and we can finally actually record podcasts in here again. My voice doesn't sound too great today and neither does my guest, not guest, co-host, yeah, what Jack, to you? Jack Shulton. Welcome, mate. How they play? Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good apart from my throat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, we're, neither of us are in overly good condition today and we have got a three-hour lecture coming up this uh, afternoon. We're in turmoil. Yeah, after a nice little 9am this morning. Yeah, um, well, which I didn't attend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we are here to talk about the Premier League. There's a big story that has broken today. We were hoping to have Drew Richards with us here as well, but he is currently still in bed, I believe. Um, so we're just going to cover the story ourselves and talk about the Premier League results from the weekend and maybe a little bit about the Newcastle situation since Jack has managed to come in oh. and be on the show. But we are going to start off with the breaking news that Nuno Espirito Santo has been sacked by Tottenham Hotspur after just three months in the job. What do you reckon, Jack? It's just kind of crazy. I mean, my personal opinion is that it's a little bit harsh. I think 10 games is not enough time for a manager. I think he deserves yeah. at least till Christmas. Mm-hmm. But in a way, I do respect uh, Spurs being ruthless. Yeah. And to be fair, the fans didn't really like him. The brand of football was boring. Mm-hmm. And the fans already felt like there was time for a change. That, well, it was there was time needed for a change. Um, yeah. So, yeah, fair enough. And, well, if they get the man that I think with Antonio Conte, that'd be crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think... I mean, you say about how it looks harsh, and I, I fully agree. It seems... It seems pretty mental, but they must have done it with with the with the thought that Antonio Conte will come. I don't think they would have sacked him unless they are positive that Conte would come Spurs. And it looks, it very much looks like Antonio Conte is going to be coming Spurs. Just going to try get up if see if there's any latest news. But we did see Fabrizio Romano earlier today. He said that Conte was ready to accept. He was flying over to take up his new position, which is just mental. How how fast it's moved. It happened with um, Mourinho as well. I remember when he joined Spurs, it just seems to happen so quickly. And I mean, what an what an appointment Conte would be. Eh? Oh, it'd be incredible. He is one of the hottest managers in oh. the world. After what? He, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, um, considering what he'd done with Inter, winning the Scudetto yeah, and yeah. that three-five-two is just magical in my opinion. So, yeah, yeah it'd be an incredible uh, appointment if they get him. Would be, mate. I mean, he's probably he's arguably top five manager in the world right now. I think he is. You got Pep, Klopp, too cool. I mean, he's probably pretty close after them. Yeah. The work he's done. He won won them Scudetto as you said with with Juventus as well. He yeah. Took them, when he took over, I think they finished like seventh the season before, and then he went and won the league with them. Took over Chelsea after they finished eleventh. Yeah. Won the won league the with league. them. Won the FA Cup the season after, and still got sacked. He's a serial winner. He's a serial yeah. winner, <laughs> and he obviously took over Inter, um, and he broke the Juventus reign of dominance. Yeah. And he won the it's league mad. with them very comfortably. Uh, people say he's a defensive manager, but he's not really. He's just, no, he's just a very. He's good at organising a defence. There's a big difference between that and being a part of the bus, like sort of manager, like maybe Jose Mourinho is these days. I think they're very, very different managers. Obviously, I mean Conte plays a back three notoriously, and he gets results. He gets results, and I think I don't, I don't, I don't know what the expectations are of what he's going to do with Spurs. I imagine it's deliver a trophy. Yeah, top four again. Yeah, top. Try get them back into the yeah. top four. I think that's a big achievement. Um, considering where Spurs are at right now, if he does manage to do that, but I mean, I mean, I'm, I don't see any reason why they can't. They're only two points off. To, they're, they're five. Oh, sorry, they're five points off top. They're two points off us in fifth. Two points off Arsenal in sixth. So I, I don't see any reason why Spurs can't push for top four if, if they gel under Conte. To be fair. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, he's going to need some resources in January, definitely. And 100%. you know, he's got what five, six, seven games before that t- time. So he needs to get some results in these next few games. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued to, to well to see him. Well, I can't get my words out. Sorry, <laughs> I'm trying to like 
kind of picture in my head what he's going to do. I want to, I want to see what well who who's going to play where. Reggion and Emerson as wing backs. I expect maybe Joe Rodon's going to play more now because they need an extra centre half. Yeah, I feel like Tanganga will probably start. Yeah, right Tanganga. Yeah, um, I think Son will now go into a two up front. Yeah, with Kane. Uh, with Kane. Hopefully, Kane. Well, hopefully for Spurs fans, um, Kane can improve because yeah. he has been dreadful he was horrendous against us he was so, so he got one goal this year and it was, yeah. it was against us yeah so you know he's had a, he's had a very very poor season I think, I think he will improve I mean look at the look at the monster that Lukaku became under Antonio Conte yeah exactly exactly and to be fair well I, I'm trying to think of like a player that could play for Spurs under Conte I think Dusan Flavich would be perfect yeah I think he I think that's definitely a name that they need to get well Signed, yeah, and I think I think Kane's going to go in the summer. So agreed. The problem is, I think they need a central midfield and centre back more urgently. So in a back in a back three, I wouldn't rely on Sanchez or Dyer. I think Tanganga no, and Romero will thrive in a three. Yeah, Tanganga could do well at right centre back. I think they need one, maybe like a Stefan de Vrij. Yeah, he's got good links with Conte into yeah. financial trouble. Maybe a Pau Torres. They were linked with him in the summer. They put in a formal bid for him, but he said no. Maybe under Conte, he'll say yes. Who knows? But. Yeah, I think they definitely need to recruit in January, I think. Maybe like definitely. a Van der Beek in midfield, a Kessie yeah, or Brozovic, someone of that yeah. I'd say. I think Van der Beek's definitely would be a great fit. He'd be fantastic yeah. in the concert, I think. He's the sort of player he'd love. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that could, would play that Barella role yeah, and just yeah. run late runs into the box. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that'd be a really good fit. Yeah, agreed. I, th- I, think, I think they're going to go places under Antonio Conte. I mean, the, the Nuno appointment, it was just... It was just such a strange one. It was sideways, mate. So weird. Yeah, it so was. So sideways. It, it, probably a downgrade. Yeah, arguably, yeah. It, it was just a weird one. And I think he was like something like their seventh choice. Yeah. Because they, they were yeah. linked with all sorts. Fonseca, Lop- Lopetegui. Yeah. I think we were a few different Conte ones. Conte was linked Conte was strongly. linked as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Nuno was just a strange appointment from the get-go. And even though he got... Fr- he was manager of the month. First was, year. yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's just been quite a U-turn since. But yeah, the brand of football is just boring as hell. It is. I mean, but the thing is... I, I do think the sacking right now is harsh because when, well, when you appoint a manager yeah. it's harsh you don't half ask the appointment you, you've you got to give them time you know you're appointing someone yeah. you have to give them time it doesn't matter how shit you do it doesn't matter if people don't rate Nuno how can a board how messy is the board if they appoint a manager that as soon as they go in a bad spell in the first 10 games of his whole of his whole reign at the club how can they yeah. just say oh right okay he's he's, he's, he's not working he's got, to, he's got to go it just seems it just seems so redundant appointing him if you're just going to sack him when but things go it, wrong it's hard to be seven games because if you take out the first three games which he won yeah. he's basically it's got a bit pear-shaped over seven games and even when you consider in the midst of that they've beaten Burnley in the Carabao Cup they're in the quarter-final of that they I mean to be fair they're struggling in their conference league group yeah. they are still in the AFL Cup They've um yeah I mean to be fair they've been on a bit of a poor run I mean they, they still they beat Wolves away they've still been competitive oh, in the league it's not been like game. it's not been an absolute car crash it's not it's not been terrible I mean, they, they beat but Villa it's, beat yeah you. it's yeah well everyone beats us yeah I mean to be fair but yeah no um it, it was just a strange appointment but yeah it is a bit harsh it's definitely a little bit harsh right, but it's just it's more strange than anything like it's just why would you appoint a manager and then as soon as you lose a couple games you just say no i think it's probably because of just how bad they were against us like they yeah. were, they were the worst team i've seen us play well, in there's so been long. there's been multiple games where they've failed to register a shot on target in the second half yeah. west ham they didn't it's embarrassing. Even, yeah it's 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 just weird it's weird but the, the spurs management must have known the brand of football that he plays before he was appointed they must have known that he's notoriously a very defensive manager who relies on counter-attacking football yeah yeah but yeah they still i mean it just it's just mental because I mean under at Wolves he relied on players like you know Adama as a massive outlet on the counter attack especially later on in games Neto Podence players like that like these sort of fast wingers but at Spurs you've got the likes of Bergwijn Lucas who are just like Brian job player. yeah 
I mean, they're technically good players, but yeah, not, it's just not raw, there's no raw pace there. Yeah, it doesn't really. it doesn't suit a Nuno system at all. So it's a very no. strange one. But yeah, on on Nuno's sacking, um, just to talk about the Spurs United game a little bit. Did you watch the game? Um, I I watched uh, a bit of Serie A instead. Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Sorry, but um, yeah, I mean, I saw the scoreline, I saw the goals, and yeah. Yeah, it just sounded like Spurs were absolutely terrible. They were, they were all. We we actually played very well for once. Ronaldo scored a great goal. Went to a back five, didn't you? Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah back five. We had and and McFred. So we went. We set a very. Def- but this very is what. Yeah. It very. But this is what seems to work under Ollie. We 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 sit back, counter attack, and normally gets results. Which is yeah. It's strange how we've reverted this season and lost sort of lost five nil to Liverpool. It was all just. I don't know. I don't know why you change a winning formula, which is especially. I think it's especially the reason why. We've been so poor, and why Ole's on the verge of getting sacked because we've changed our system hugely. We've tried to be more attack. I mean, we've just we've paid the ultimate price for it. Counter attacking normally works under Ole. Yeah. I mean, it worked. It worked on Sunday. I mean, we didn't. I mean, Spurs still had fifty nine percent possession. We had forty one percent. But it, I mean, it, it worked. This is this is how we thrive. We scored a great goal on that counter attack with Cavani. Ronaldo scored a great goal. Rashford scored the counter attack. Won the ball back. Went it and scored. Um, but yeah, we had, we we played absolutely absolutely beautifully. Spurs had no shots on target all game. That's terrible. Which is just yeah. awful. I think that's a massive credit to players like Varane, who was exceptional. Maguire was pretty exceptional. McTominay and Fred did well in midfield. It's, but some, it's some response though. It's, yeah. so, it's some response to last oh, week, oh, Amazing, yeah. Complete turnaround. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we didn't do a podcast last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were absolutely die. I still want to lay out our club. Yeah. It's just. How I mean, the whole content thing is amazing for Spurs, but how are we letting him get away? Is what I want well, to yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, you've just been too hesitant with it. If yeah. you were ruthless after that Liverpool game, Conte would have been in the dugout for Spurs. Mm-hmm. It's a fact, like it would have been done yeah. straight away. We're, we're going to pay the price for that. But yeah, I think your best bet now is either Ten Hag or Zidane. Yeah, but I, I just have a feeling that Zidane's going to hold out for the PSG job. Yeah, I, I agree. Think, I think Poch I is like he's it's. It's humming and harring with Poch at PSG in it. So. Yeah, I'm just hoping we don't get Poch or Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, right. I think Rodgers will go City. Yeah. Uh, when, when Pep goes on this break in 2023, I yeah, think yeah, I think Brendan Rodgers will take that job on. Yeah. So agreed. Yeah. Um, I I, re- I really hope we don't get him. I, I think he's a good manager, but I don't think he's good enough for us. Yeah. I mean, especially when he'd been a Liverpool manager before. I know he won the FA Cup, but I just yeah. don't. I couldn't look at that team and think can they can a Brendan Rodgers team challenge for the league? Yeah. Because obviously they bottled it with Liverpool, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I don't know. I think he's better in like knockout competition in a way. Yeah, it's hard, I, it's hard to explain. He's not someone I'd, I'd I'd personally want. Conte was pretty much my first choice. I mean, yeah. I used to be a big fan of Zidane. Obviously, I still am. But yeah, just I mean the work that Conte does, um, the way he sets up his teams, and it just suits us to a T. Because we've got so many players who can play in a three. We've got obviously Maguire, Varane. Lindelof, the, Shaw, the only concern I have. Sorry, mate. The only concern, the only cons- um, concern I have with Conte at United is that you've got a lot of very talented wide players yeah. like Greenwood. I know people say that Greenwood can play like up front as a centre, uh, but then you've got Rashford, you've got Sancho. Um, I don't really know how players like Sancho are going to fit into a Conte team. Yeah. To be honest with you, because it's a three-five-two, mm-hmm. so he's not uh, he's not a wing back, is he? He's not really no. a centre forward. So, yeah, I feel players players like that are going to struggle to get into the team but yeah like you say defensively it'll be a lot better yeah that that is that is that was my primary worry with players like I mean, we signed Sancho for 73 mil I mean he's not yeah. getting he's not getting a minute yeah. I, know, I know he's been poor but these sort of players you've just got to give 90 minutes to them yeah no I agree well it's a perfect well I say you played back five but you were like originally a 4-2-3-1 yeah. and that's perfect for Sancho mm-hmm. on when, the right. when he, yeah right or left when he can come inside he's got the overlapping fullback it's perfect for Sancho he was meant to he was meant to come in and be the game changer like, he was meant yeah. to come in and have the Bruno Fernandes sort of impact 
impact and be one of our best few players. But so, he was crazy for Dortmund on the left. Insane, that yeah. second half of the season, he was absolutely unplayable. Yeah, I saw, I saw a stat. It was like coming into this season, he had more goals and assists than like any other winger in the last like yeah. two years in European yeah, football. It's crazy, something like that, which is just it's just insane. But yeah, under under Conte, I don't think we could get the best out of him. But apart from that. I think he'd be a fantastic appointment. Yeah. But it looks very much like he's going Spurs and he suits Spurs. And the Spurs team suits him, I think. Um, it's, it's weird that the manager of his of his ilk and accomplishments is taken on a job at a pretty much a glorified mid-table team. Yeah, no, I agree. But I agree. If, he, if he's confident he can turn it around. Well, someone like Hojbjerg is going to thrive. Yeah, a, yeah. He'll play that Brozovic role Brozovic, and he'll yeah, be absolutely yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they have got the squad for it. And a few of those defenders like Tanganga, like Joe Rodon, they're going to really improve yeah, and get a lot better. So yeah, especially in a back three as yeah, well. Yeah, they're going to be valuable assets to be worth a lot of money in the future. Yeah. So I wouldn't be super surprised, give it a couple of years, if Tanganga's knocking on the England door. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah, if, if, if it does work out for him, mm-hmm. you know, so... I think he's a very good defender. Yeah, he's yeah. he's very quick. He's got the recovery. He he's very similar to Tomori. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously Tomori's gone and learned his trade over in Italy, and he's defensively got a lot better. Yeah. But obviously he's going to have an Italian manager, mm-hmm. Tanganga, so he's he's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think he's going to come on leaps and bounds. But that loss to us leaves Spurs eighth in the table. They could go down to ninth. Actually, they will go down to ninth if either of Everton or Wolves win tonight. Yep. in that Monday night football game which is just crazy um, yeah it's, it's, he's got he's got a big big job on his hands uh, Antonio Conte I'm sure we'll speak with Jude soon on the podcast when Conte is fully appointed and get Jude's thoughts on the whole he's situation he's just he um, he's just London, in London by the way has he? Yeah. Oh, wow. where's that coming from? Uh, literally like two minutes ago Demarcio oh wow um, <laughs> he could be a point by the end of the day. He could be a point by the time the podcast yeah I think it'll be announced tomorrow mate it'll, it'll be with yeah. the shirt tomorrow and it'll get confirmed tonight Honestly. There'll be a statement out later, definitely. Yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Do you reckon he'll be in charge for this weekend's game then? Um, what what day is it? Monday? Yeah, definitely. If it, if it was like Thursday, Friday, I think he would have been in the stands. Yeah. But yeah, because it's early this week, he'll have a couple of training sessions with the players. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think he'll be coaching this this weekend coming up. He could be in training tomorrow. He could be training yeah, tomorrow. It's fucking mad. Absolutely man. crazy. Yeah. But yeah, big, big news <laughs> for Spurs fans. Moving on to the Premier League. <laughs> Round up a bit more. Manchester City at home to Crystal Palace. You'd think it'd be a straightforward win. Yeah. Knowing City at home to the smaller teams in the Premier League. No disrespect to Palace. But they lost 2-0. Madness. Palace pretty much dominated. They're a bit of a bogey team, Palace, for, at the Etihad. Yeah. They've got they a couple of wins now over there. They always seem to do well. I mean, City still have you know, 68% possession. In theory, they dominated the game. But Palace just took their chances. They did extremely. They could have had more. Yeah, they um, could have, yeah. Zaha could have made it three when Laporte got sent off. Uh, last man challenge they had yeah so many good chances Jordan and I I think missed a few sitters it's really, I think it's an exciting time to be a Palace fan considering they've I mean, not suffered but um, under, under Hodgson it wasn't a particularly inspiring team they had they got rid of what 15 players this summer something like that I know it's there was like fif- there was 15 players that were out of contract slash out on loan yeah. or something like that and they obviously offloaded the majority mm-hmm. but some of their recruitment has been fantastic I mean I, I was one brilliant. I am one I will openly admit that I had Palace to go down I thought Vieira was just shocking I didn't think they were going to work out but mate they've proved me wrong massively yeah, Vieira's w- proved me very yeah. wrong yeah I mean I, I watched when they played us last week they, they played us off the park yeah. we only had 20% of the ball yeah they Honestly, they dominated us, and yeah, they just look fantastic. Like in terms of their their shape and organisation, as well as you know how they play with the ball. Yeah, they're they're a really good team. They're really well drilled and well coached. They are fantastic, and that's so. a big result with the Etihad because they've they've sort of threatened to go on a nice little win streak. But they just 
they keep coming up short in these sort of games like Arsenal away yeah they can see in the 94th minute Leicester they drew at home against you they drew at home against yeah, Brighton they drew honest. 93rd minute equaliser yeah they just haven't they have got some maybes there. really yeah yeah you but know? they finally went and they went to the area and they finally got their win they got a bit of luck with a VAR decision but at the end of the day they won 2-0 yeah um, fair play and they're still missing probably their second best player third best player in Eber Etchiesi who's returning he's, there, yeah. he's just come back today to the under 23's team he's starting so his return should not be too long. Elise still integrated. He's looked really very good. good. Looks really very, good. very good. So when he's fully integrated, yeah. the front four of Edward, Zaha, Ezzy and Olise. Well, Benteke, mate. Benteke is so underrated. <sighs> Benteke. Mate, he's not so, this season. No, though. mate. He's underrated. He's, he's underrated, he's yeah. Oh, he scored twice this season. I thought yeah. I didn't think it's scored. He's bad against us. He's underrated player, mate. I, I, he won't start in that team I don't think he won't I, start I when think everyone's he will. firing I really? think he will yeah because he's a different type of striker he doesn't start over Ayu though at the moment and Ayu's scored 1 in 40 or something but then I don't think Ayu's capable of holding the ball up I, I mean Ayu's just a terrible footballer all round mm. no offence but yeah I mean I know Ben Tang is a good option I think there's a place Edouard, for him definitely yeah I think Edouard probably starts over but I think Edouard's a better player yeah oh yeah ben I agree Tang. on that yeah that's fair. It's, just, it's a very very exciting especially when you've got Gwehi and Anderson Tyrant Mitchell left back yeah a very solid Joel Ward a very solid James MacArthur Connor Gallagher well, that's the thing exceptional they've brought in a bit of experience but they've also got a lot of youngsters they so have yeah it's, it's a, a, really a well balanced nice squad really nice blend and Vieira's doing a smashing job maybe worrying signs of Man City with this result, cause they also lost. No, they drew. They drew at home to Southampton a few weeks ago, and there's yeah. a bit of worry over whether they can take their chances. Well, they haven't got a striker. Well, like a you know a world class striker. No, and yeah, they should have got one. They should have spent the money on what a, a Haaland or whoever really. Mm-hmm. They should have spent a lot of money, Kane, yeah. because they're they're missing twenty goals. Mm-hmm. They're missing twenty league goals without with no Aguero and yeah. whoever really. And Jesus is okay. He scored a lot of goals. Like you wouldn't think about it, but he's actually scored a lot of goals. Yeah. But he's not going to get you twenty a season. No, agreed. So. And they waste. I think honestly, think they wasted a hundred million on Jack Grealish. Yeah. I love Grealish, but I don't. I don't think he's a hundred. I don't. No, but he was a hundred mil to Villa. Know. Yeah, a hundred mil to Villa. Yeah, but I he's not a hundred mil player to Man no. City. I don't think. No, he's sixty. Yeah. Sixty-five. Because I mean, he's, I mean, I'm just I'm just seeing City fans like slandering him on Twitter, saying you know he's not he's not all that he's he doesn't really offer much. Well, he doesn't really get many. System. He doesn't really get many um, goal contributions. He doesn't. No, he had a few really? more last season, but I mean, well, this is the thing. Like I saw, um, Jack Harrison got eight goals, eight assists yeah. last year, and Grealish got eight goals, six assists. Yeah, but you won't you won't talk about Jack Harrison. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so statistically, he had a better season than Grealish, but Grealish is. Well, it's just dribbles, isn't it? And yeah. don't lose the ball and all the rest of it. Yeah, I, I think Grealish really is a very good player, but I, ju- I just yeah. don't think he suits Man City's system. No, he's not got that raw pace either. No. I don't, I don't really know. It's a weird one. He's not the sort of Sane or Sterling a few years ago that was no. just destroying teams. When, you know, when they went when they went and got 100 points in the league. Yeah, oh, they were Sane, yeah. Sterling, just amazing. And then the year after, when they beat Liverpool by a point... Just, I mean, I think Sane was the one who scored the winner in that in that game that won the league against Liverpool at the Etihad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, he's not working. He's not really working too well so far. He's been all right, but yeah, City are just missing a bit of an edge this season. I think they're currently sitting in third, five points off Chelsea already, which could be a bit worrying. Chelsea look very strong. They've had a they've had a pretty hard run of fixtures as well. They got Burnley at home next. They go to Leicester. They play us, and they go to Watford. So not bad run of four games really mm. yeah they do and I mean City have got us next week if City lose that they're eight points off the top of the league already that's mad it's quite worrying I think yeah I mean I think Chelsea are just some sort of results machine they are like a they robot are, yeah. um, 
then obviously Liverpool looked fantastic now they've got all their players back fit mm-hmm. but yeah it, come December good. period that's when the season's going to be deciding in my opinion Yeah, injuries and all the rest of it so mm-hmm. AFCON as well yeah, in, uh, AFCON, in yeah. January I think it that'll, is that'll massively affect Liverpool yeah massively so yeah time will tell trouble. but yeah massive result for Crystal Palace Moving on with the Prem results from the weekend. Super Sunday, you had Aston Villa versus West Ham. Yep. Uh, I managed to see a bit of this game, but again, it's just West Ham, just again, winning. They, they just seem to win every week. I mean, they they look smashing this season. They look so good. It's mental. It's, it's the, It all thrives off that Rice and Suchek pivot in the yeah, midfield. Yeah, agreed. And then Antonio's game is just elevated in the last 18 months massively. Oh, hugely. It hugely. Is, it's, it's a really good team now they've got. And they're just so well coached under David Moyes. Yeah. They've so, only lost twice in the league this season. Yes, it's crazy. I, I don't really know what they're going to prioritise though because I, I still question their depth. Um, personally mm-hmm. uh, in certain areas so yeah. will they go try and go for the Europa League like Wolves did that season mm-hmm. uh, and sacrifice the Premier League or will it be vice versa so yeah again that's another one where time will tell and you'll be able to see what West Ham's plans are for this season yeah. as it stands what a start oh yeah they've been amazing I mean Declan Rice has just taken his game to a new level this year that's ridiculous Bowen's looked very good Four Nows has looked yeah really he good, got a Spain actually. call up uh, not long ago yeah I know well. it's, yeah. It's, I mean he deserves it he's been, yeah, fantastic. He's been fantastic he was really good at uh, was it Villarreal yeah Villarreal Villarreal yeah yeah. he was really really good like 20 there. million 25 million yeah he, but he struggled when he came yeah he, he struggled right at really the start struggled. but he's, he's adapted now yeah he looks, he looks yeah. very good now Ben Johnson got on the score sheet for the first time Yesterday, big moment for the young right back who's come through the academy. I mean that 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 partnership is Zuma and Ogbonna. Yeah, Ogbonna is class, man. He's really good, so So good, so underrated. Zuma, I thought he was. I thought he. I think he could easily do a job for Chelsea. I think he could. I think he could be one of their best centre backs at Chelsea. They're both class, mate. Yeah, Uh, Cresswell as well. Yeah, just solid. Yeah, good left peg. You got Kufal just come back from injury as well. I I still think he's one of the best right backs in the league. Yeah, he's absolutely class. Nikola Vlasic settling him. He's doing right. Yeah. Masawak who's coming back from injury Ariola still not I mean, Ariola's an absolutely quality keeper Yarmolenko's yeah. back they they look really good Ben Rama's taken his game to a new level this year he's finally settled into the Premier League I mean that pivot is amazing Antonio as you said absolutely fantastic he's scoring more goals as well yeah really. I mean, Moy- Moyes, is, Moyes is such a good coach yeah. uh, at, at that level he's struggled so much since he left Everton obviously at us he struggled in Spain Sunderland he got relegated yeah West um, where did where else did he go? Uh, yeah, he was at West Ham. No, Sunderland. I was thinking of, yeah, I was Sunderland, thinking of Sunderland. Yeah, yeah. Um, West Ham. He struggled Saucy first Dad. time round. Yeah, he mm. got got sacked pretty quickly from Saucier Dad. Yeah, that Sunderland job was a nightmare. Oh, it was. But yeah, yeah he's, it was. he's he's always going to get a prem job though. Forget his West Ham tenure right now. He was always going to get a prem job because of how well he'd done with Everton for a number yeah. of years. He was fantastic. Everton. So yeah but mate the job he's doing at West Ham is like arguably as good as the, the Everton job he did it's, pre- it's pretty as good as any man yeah. in the league's doing right now yeah I agree. maybe too cool yeah I agree maybe, yeah. maybe Klopp maybe I mean yeah mm. I mean, yeah, Klopp's, Klopp's yeah. absolutely fantastic but it's the testament to how good a coach is when you could just chop and change players and the system still is the same like Ben Johnson's come in and thrive you know like hey United yeah um, it's, it's not like that you know we, no. need, we need like Ronaldo if I'm, we need Bruno if I'm, and we're screwed but I mean West Ham doesn't matter who they doesn't matter who they've got playing for them. They always it always seems to work, um, which is which is again just a testament to the coaching team. And that win yesterday leaves them level on points with Manchester City after ten Mental. games, and they're not the Cup. Effort. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and three wins from three in their Europa League yeah. group. Basically, what a season they're absolutely amazing. Um, they're five points off off top spot. So yeah, very impressive stuff by West Ham there. Liverpool Brighton. 
was another good game at the weekend. Finished 2-2. Jordan Henderson and Mane made it 2-0 early on for Liverpool. It looked like another easy home win, absolutely coasting. Um, and then Moepo scored a bit. Did you see Moepo? Yeah, goal? class. I think, I think Alisson Alisson got caught in the sun a bit, yeah. but it, it was great um, thinking. Yeah, it was just out, out of the box, wasn't it? Great yeah, idea. brilliant finish. And then Trossard. Great goal. Trossard, mate. Yeah, another yeah. great goal. Trossard's yeah. a really good footballer. Often doesn't have the end product, but this time he did. Yeah. A uh, great goal and a ver- another good result for Brighton. Yeah, they're another team that's had a fantastic start to the season. Defensively very sound, regardless of score, uh, conceding two at Anfield. They're, they're another outfit that's so well coached. Yeah. And that they've got a system and a philosophy and they can chop and change players mm-hmm. and nothing really changes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they look fantastic. Yeah, I fully agree. Just going to move on to uh, to your team now, oh, Newcastle. God. Uh, lost 3-0 to Chelsea. Was it Graham Jones in charge of this one? It, it was, yeah. His second game in charge, but I reckon we'll have a manager in by Brighton, but I just don't really know who it will be, but we, we can talk about that on the bit Bruce um, yeah maybe Bruce <laughs> <back>. nah, <laughs> <fuck> off, <laughs> but in terms of the game it, it was a weird one because we, we sat up in a 5-3-2 like we did at Palace tried to stay compact be disciplined keep Chelsea out for as long as we could and try and nick a goal from a, a counter attack or a set piece yeah. kept them out for to, uh, kept them out for 65 minutes we're looking okay um, had a couple of half chances a LaSalle's header um, and to be fair Chelsea didn't really threaten much they had an offside goal through Ziyech yeah. but apart from that they didn't really threaten in the opening 65, but the second James scores that wonderful half volley. Oh, well, God, well. Um, the game opens up, and then the quality shines through, and it was just 2-0, 3-0, Jorginho penalty. Stupid from Darlow, but, <laughs> you know, hopefully Dubravka's back in for the Brighton game. Um, but, yeah, it was just it, the last 25 minutes was shit. But then again, I questioned Jones. I know it's a bit harsh because he's the interim gaffer and he's had two games in charge, but six of the 11 that started that game were playing for us in the championship. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Willock, Almiron, Dubravka, uh, Fernandez, Shah, all on the bench, who for me should all be starting. Yeah. Um, even Maybe even Joel Linton, who I think's not that bad. But, you know, it, 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 hopefully for the Brighton game, if, it's, if it is Jones or a new manager, we see our Premier League proven players playing uh, rather than our championship uh, yeah. 16 17 team the likes of Kieran Clark yeah exactly who are just pretty much out of their depth now yeah and getting into their early 30s late 20s so you know but yeah that's pretty much it mate and in relation to Chelsea well they, they're just a results machine they yeah. don't concede goals I don't think they've actually conceded the goal from open play um, this season um, in the Prem that's ridiculous I think it's two penalties that is ridiculous um, so yeah they're, they're, they're just fantastic and yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised if people are putting their money on them to win the league yeah so yeah pretty much that's that game covered move on keep it short because I don't want to talk about Newcastle uh, <laughs> we should have a little discussion about the old manager situation what do you yeah. think at the moment um, I mean I think I think it's almost like a small blessing is it blessing in disguise yeah. um, that Nuno's got sacked because I think that could be a great appointment I know the football people question the football uh, he plays but we, we had three years of it under Rafa and I love Rafa to bits, but it was a defensive, negative brand of football that yeah. got results. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, football is a results business. Mm-hmm. Um, and the job Nuno done with Wolves, he got championship to seventh in the league, quarterfinals of Europa League. And considering like where we're at as a club, that's what we need yeah, before. And say like it maybe if we are challenging in the top ten with our money, then we can go for a higher profile manager. But for now, we just need someone in like Nuno or even a father who done well at Gladbach before Dortmund, just someone who can build us back up again and kind of get get us out of this shit. Yeah, really. But yeah, Nuno's my pick. I really want Nuno. I think I think Nuno would do a good job. I don't know if he'd be ready to come straight back into management after. Yeah, that's fair. But, I'm, but I mean, I don't I don't see why not. 
personally. No. Regardless of us being the richest club in the world, there are still low expectations, yeah. um, and we yeah. just need to get a couple of results together. And I think Nuno is still good enough to to get them for us, regardless of what he done at Tottenham or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, he, he'd be perfect for us. Yeah, I fully agree. Anything else you want to add about Newcastle? Not really, not really, mate. We're shit, <laughs> so let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, another game yesterday. Just cover it very quickly. Norwich versus Leeds. Norwich is so poor. Yeah. So poor. Two got, points from ten. Got a couple of underrated ballers, but when you're surrounded by shit, it's hard to you know, stand out and do well. Yeah, agreed. Honestly, um, for me, Matthias Norman is the player that I really like from Norwich. Someone I think is going to go far in football. He's already 25, to be fair, but I yeah. think he's a very talented player. The only... Shining light in Norwich's team right now. I don't. I don't think players like Max Aaron's are that good. No, I don't. I Sheep don't. Struggling. Well, you look at Jamal Lewis, who was fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. Um, for Norwich, apparently, anyway. Yeah. But he, yeah, he's a he's a fringe player at Newcastle now, and that's a fifteen million pound left back, which yeah. is actually quite a lot for a fullback. Mm-hmm. But yeah, players like that, they just aren't as good as people think. Yeah, agreed. I, th- I think Norman's the only real standout in that Norwich team. And I think yeah. he'll probably get a decent level move next season. So he's definitely someone to watch. But yeah, Leeds finally got a win under their belt. They, I mean, sort I, of I think sort they're of being. I th- sorry, mate. I think they're being carried. Leeds. I don't oh, think I they think look. Yeah. 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 I don't think they look that good. And I yeah, agree. they miss Bamford. Of course they do. But Rafinha's their top scorer, and he's bailed them out on a few occasions. He's yeah. won them points. Uh, for me, he won them the, the points on the weekend. He got won, oh, us, yeah. won us their point at our place. That's four of their ten points alone. I just think Rafinha's carrying that team at the minute. He's a, he's an absolutely superb footballer. He's unreal. He'll, he'll, be at Li- he'll be at Liverpool in a couple of years. Yeah, I think. I think he's destined for them. Or yeah. at least at least a big move. So yeah, I think he'll, I think he's someone who'll stay in the Prem. But we, yeah, we'll move on. Yeah. To a, to a big big club maybe even maybe someone like City maybe um, he's a bit more direct than the likes of Mahrez I'd say and Grealish but yeah I, I think he's perfectly suited to Liverpool probably when Salah goes eventually yeah yeah I agree uh, or, to, or to rotate with Salah I guess or to um, I don't know, play, from, play from the left um, yeah remains to be seen but Leeds been really struggling uh, it's probably because they signed Dan James um, <laughs> but yeah they've not been doing great they needed to win that I mean I saw him St Mary's a few weeks ago and they were just terrible they were awful but yeah they needed a win they got a win uh, takes them out of the relegation zone just above Burnley who beat Brentford 3-1 mad at the weekend yeah it's a big win yeah. for Sean Deitch's men it's rare because these are the kind of games where Burnley always nick a 1-0 yeah. To be fair, and they're freeing him up at half time. They went out and smashed it. Yeah, it's crazy. So and Cornet is a baller. Yeah, he he's been fantastic for them, and he's he, he was in over in France. He didn't score many goals, but he's had a goals for his game since yeah. coming to the Prem. He got been, he got played at left back in France. A bit, yeah, madness. So ridiculous. But yeah, he, he's been fantastic for them. Yeah, agreed. He's been absolutely class. Is that pretty much every Premier League game covered? I think that is all of them uh, Southampton actually yeah two more. Uh, Southampton beat Watford 1-0 nothing really just a great Adams goal really uh, yeah, that was the difference ball. yeah exactly he's a very good player Trey Adams and they, needs to be started more they look really good now Saints they've they got do. some momentum going now and the the defensive signings like Perro uh, Lianco uh, and Livramento they're starting to gel and they, they look defensively they're, they're, they're really good defensively Southampton they they look, I think it's like the fourth best defensive record in the league very hard to beat um, I've not seen them concede at St Mary's yet this yeah so times. they look really disciplined defensively which is rare for a Ralph team because usually it's gung-ho press but yeah I think he's learned a lot Ralph because yeah he's realised that the squad on paper is not great Mm -hmm. and he has to be a bit more disciplined to get results I I think Hassan Hoodle is such a good man yeah I think he's brilliant I think he's brilliant but yeah they they look good Saints now and I think they'll start you know making their way slowly but surely up the table yeah agreed Um, yeah Watford I mean they've they've looked they've looked okay under Ranieri they've looked a little bit better well, well this is the thing, mate. I d- it's a weird. I think they're just 
it's, it's plateaued the world where they've stayed the same level. Yeah. Because that's where I think they've been, regardless of them getting rid of, well, uh, getting in Ranieri. Because Cisco Munoz done a good job. He did, they, yeah. They were like 14th, 13th in the league. He did really well, though. Um, and yeah, they had they were averaging like what, like 1.2, 1.3 points a game. Yeah. Um, Ranieri, three points from three games. So yeah, it's about the same. Yeah. And nothing's really changed, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's good five at Everton, but. In terms of results, nothing's really changed. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, big, big, big win for Saints. Takes them a bit away from the relegation zone and up into 14. Yeah, 14. 11.4 points clear of relegation zone. They these are, they needed to beat Burnley at uh, St. Mary's last week. That would have taken them onto 13 and well clear of the relegation zone. But I mean, it's this early in the season. It doesn't really matter too much. Anyway, they got Villa at home next. Villa are really struggling. We Yeah, we have talked a little bit about Villa, but we're more focused on West Ham. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've got a Villa, a very out-of-form Villa at home. It's on fr- Friday evening could, game. Could go. I'm, mate, I'm there. Yeah. Oh, you're there, are I'll you? Be, I'll be, no, I'll be down. I'll be down. Oh, yeah, I'd go. I'll be down to yeah, go I'd for go. that. A little Friday evening. What? Yeah, and then we've got Brighton Newcastle the day after. Oh, <laughs> what a week. I'd fully be down for yeah, that. Yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that. That'd be yeah. class. And then, they, then they've got Norwich. So Norwich, yeah. So they can get some real... Well, they've got some momentum going and carry on with them two games. Yeah, it's looking pretty good for them. And finally, this weekend, uh, the Saturday lunchtime kickoff was Leicester versus Arsenal. And Arsenal, again, impressing. Yeah, five oh. wins, two draws in seven games. Yeah, what a record that is. Yeah, Arteta's really turned it around. Because yeah, they were bottom it. of the league after three games. And someone I talked on a podcast previously about Emil Smith-Rowe. And I said, I, I think he's technically a very good player, but he needs to add more goal contributions to his game. Yeah. And he's started doing that now. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's really looking like a solid player. He is, looks and really good. Ben White's now getting confident. That Brent, that Brentford game, he had a stinker, yeah. but now he's really coming in, coming into his own. Now um, Ramsdale's a joke. Ramsdale's he lo- unreal. He looks yeah. unbelievable. He looks so good. Which is kind of mad because everyone kind of mocked the fact he had two relegations in two seasons. Yeah. Me being one of them. Yeah, but yeah, he, yeah. He looks fantastic. But yeah, all the, the new signings are starting to gel. Tommy Yasu, brilliant Tommy defensively. Taver, even Nuno Tavares. Tavares, I yeah. He was crap before he came, but he's been clawed. Yeah, it's just all starting to gel now for Arsenal. It's Gabriel again looking strong. Yeah, they they look they look really really good. I mean. In terms of Leicester, they're just so inconsistent. They are. Yeah. You don't know what Leicester's going to show show up at the minute. Yeah, so um, yeah, you don't know what Leicester's going to show up, and yeah, you can, I generally can't predict what they're going to do this weekend because it, yeah. depends, it depends what version of them rocks up. Yeah, exactly. But Arsenal, I've got Watford at home this weekend. Should be another win, and then after that, they do go to Anfield. But yeah, another another good performance by them, and another good victory. Who scored for them at the week? It was Smith. Ga- it was Gabriel from a header. Gabriel, yeah, yeah. Smith wrote Surely destined to be called up by the England squad. He's he's getting there now. Yeah, he's getting there. I think he has to be this time, surely. You reckon? I think he's doing he's doing that well. He's got to be there. Um, White and Ramsdale probably playing a bit more a prominent part. Um, But yeah, they look they look really strong right now. They look really really strong. But that is pretty much the table wrapped up. Charlton, we have got to get to a lecture. Yeah, we've done more of a time. Nine minutes time. Yeah, we're doing okay. That is pretty much everything I think we've got for today. We'll try and come back. About the same time next week, probably. Sounds good, mate. It's quite good yeah. having a little slot between on a Monday. Um, so it means we're in and ready to record. So hopefully this podcast will finally become consistent again. <laughs> finally. Uh, it's not really been our fault, but yeah, we are finally back in the studio, which is nice. But yeah, until next week, that is all we've got. Thank you for coming, Jack Shelton. All good. Thanks for hosting me, player. And thank you very much for listening. If you're listening on Spotify, check out our YouTube channel. If you're listening... Wait, no, it's not going on YouTube. But anyway, if you're listening on Spotify, check out our YouTube and follow us on Twitter and Instagram with the Row Z Show. But until next week, thanks for listening.